What's up, world, and welcome back to the Magnificent Vibes Podcast, where we discuss sports, media, culture, and things that you may or may not care about. On today's episode, Roddy and myself will share our initial reactions to the various scandals going on in the NBA currently, such as the Ime Udoka situation, the Robert Sarver situation, and the polarizing Ben Simmons interview. We'll also share our reactions to NBA Media Day, and then Rodney and myself will dive into our fifth annual NBA seeding predictions for the 22-23 NBA season. Then we'll briefly dive into a mailbag question, and then finally give out our weekly awards. So with that, please kick back and enjoy the show. Hey. <laughs> In honor of Coolio, you know what I mean? Yes, yes, I love it. I love it. I love you it. Know. Shout out, shout out to Coolio, man. Shout out to Coolio, man. You had a good, what, three year run musically? Yeah, man. Yeah, people front, people front on Coolio, man. He was, he was definitely a factor back in the day, right? Yeah, he was. He was, man. I didn't know he was so old. I, I He was 59. I didn't know he was up there like that yeah man yeah he was up there in age i thought he was almost hitting 60. i know man i actually looked up his um like some of the feedback he was getting from some of his albums and everything and uh the dangerous minds album got like four mics from the source really yeah like i was like man i didn't know this you know, always, you know, Coolio always got a little disrespect because, you know, some of the commercial hits he put out. But, you know, when I look back, I kind of just did a like deep dive on some of the stuff he dropped and, you know, looked at some of the reception he was getting back then from even from like, you know, hip hop, you know what I mean, in general. And it was pretty positive, surprisingly. So, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. He was. He was he 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 had a nice little run, man. He wasn't like no, he wasn't like changing the game or anything like that. But like, you know, he had a he had a solid run, you know. Yeah, yeah, he do, he sure did. <laughs> you know, I'm tripping off. I just noticed this, man. He spelled white wrong on purpose. <laughs> yeah, I know. White <laughs> lady. <laughs> Yeah. That was a great review, by the way. That was so funny, man. He's like, all these kids in this classroom is super old, man. <laughs> and that one kid, the one kid that that ran the show, he's like, man, this is not real. He would not, he would not be the cool kid here. <laughs> and then that song they kept playing. Where you be getting these songs from, man? man? I do not know, bro, but it's hilarious. It is hilarious. Dude, that's hilarious. But hey, man, we back, man. We back. We are back. We are back. What is going on? Man, it's been a long time. Shouldn't have left you. Without a dope podcast to step to, bro. Man, I'm still trying to catch up with my brain, man. I'm still... <laughs> bro, bro, that reminds me, man. Shout outs. Yes. We got a lot to get to, but let's always let's let's let's, let's we, we always kick it off with the shout outs. <clears throat> shout out to any service overseers out there who are pulling their hair out right now. 
because of the return to door to door, the start of the new service year, and just in general, just friends getting on their nerves. Um, <laughs> well, I don't have hair to pull out, so. <laughs> I was done and over with 10 years ago. Bro, it is it is like, is it just me or is it like going from zero to 60 or zero to 100? Like overnight, it's like the friends have totally forgotten the concept of a territory servant. They've forgotten the concept of a literature servant. It's like everything they're coming to you for. Is that is that just me? No, it's 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 not just you, it's everywhere. I'm going through it myself. People asking me about meeting workbooks and you know magazines and i'm like we got a literature servant you know people texting me for territory we got a territory servant text him like it's we're all everything's back to normal now we're not doing everything electronic well we are kind of doing electronic stuff but like yo you know at that now they're now you have we did a lot of things because you didn't have a lot of access you know people couldn't get out their house and everything so we did a lot of things to cater to the friends but now it seems like they want to continue to keep getting catered to when everything's mm -hmm. open up now you can get it yourself yeah yeah it's like you show up to the hall for field service and it's just it's like you and two other people and then you got but you got eight people asking you where the territory's at or give me addresses and it's like you know it could be it could be wearisome you know it could kind of wear you down a bit and it's like man can y'all just come out you know yeah. like even if y'all don't want to come meet at the hall like and we'll we'll do a hybrid meeting for service on zoom <clears throat> man can y'all y'all just meet us in the territory it's like we got more more people still showing up on zoom than we have showing up to the actual hall for field service and it's just like you know that, that could be wearisome on the brothers who have to actually show up and take the lead you know and you know if to any friends out there listening man like like before you make a request ask yourself like is this something that i can do myself is am i contacting the right person for this and is what i'm requesting going to make this brother's job harder or is it even part of his job and part of his duties so you know like we fortunately were able to get i know last time we talked i, I was talking about you know the, the 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 cluster that was a uh, uh, cart witnessing. So, you know we we we've been able to I've been able to make heads or tails of that and get it organized to to a point, and it's been working out pretty good so far. But <clears throat> you know, friends, just just you know, before you make a request, just stop and ask. Like, and if a brother don't ask, don't answer his phone right away, like don't go tell on him to the Kobe. You know, right. I call. I call I call Brother Ray and he ain't pick up and I need A, B, and C. It's like, don't do that. I'll call you back eventually, but just <laughs> chill. <laughs> See, if oh, you call man. me at like, especially if you call me at like 10 o'clock on a Tuesday, like, I'm at work. You know why they I'm not out They tricking off on you like that? You know why I'm not out in service? Because I'm at work. <laughs> <laughs> they going in on you like that, Ian? The house I live in, the car I drive, I got to pay for that with money. And I can only get that money if I go to work. Oh God! You know, so yeah. just just try to take it easy on the brothers and, and 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 ask yourself: Is this something I could do myself? Is this something I can get from someone else? Like you know, especially if it's in terms of literature and territory, man. Like 
it's calmed down now a little bit. You know, the, the smoke is kind of clear, man. But the first couple of weeks in September, man, I was pulling my hair out. Like, because France was reaching out to me about anything and everything. In fact, this past Sunday, <clears throat> I was at the meeting and I was trying to get out of there, uh, you know, right after the meeting because my son was kind of having a, a bad day emotionally. And um, I was trying to get him out of there. And like, I get held up by this sister, man. Brother Ray, I want to let you know. I was out service the other day, Saturday, and I was, we was at this door and this lady drove past in her car and said, get out of my yard. And I was like, okay, uh, did she say don't come back? No, but she was very mean and said, get out of my yard. And we, we didn't even know she lived there and blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm like, well, what, what, what territory was it? I don't remember. Well, what was the address? I, I don't remember. All right. Uh, did you tell anybody? Else? Well, I told I told brother so and so who was out that day. I was like, all right, I'll I'll, I'll talk to brother so and so. And I just wanted to let you know. And she was very me. I'm like, well, if she didn't say don't come back, I just not, not we could really do. Like I I kept trying to tell her like, well, maybe the lady was just having a bad day and she didn't want to hear from us that particular day. Like I don't want to rush to you know revise the records and put down a a, a do not work. It's not really a do not work. You know, but every time I kept trying to tell her that she kept over talking to me. Well, she didn't hear that you, you you're the mayor of, of Roseland. I mean, yeah, no doubt, no <laughs> doubt. But 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 you know, if the lady didn't say don't come back, like, you know. Right, right. If she said get out my yard and you got out the yard, like just keep it moving. Like Yeah, we yeah, that's what the scriptures say. You you dust <laughs> yourself off and you keep it moving. You know, and it's just you just leave it for an experience to share with other people. Like, hey, I got cursed out the other day. Man, that was crazy. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was crazy. But it's like, what can you do? What you gonna do? Go back to the hood and look for the girl and, and right shoot up, and shoot up like my that? yard. What like, what, what you want me to do? <laughs> I mean, I can, but like, like I really don't want to. <laughs> like, right. I don't think it's necessary, but like, and I was clearly trying to leave, Rodney. Clearly trying to leave. Right, right. Well, well, good. Well, kudos to you for, for you know listening and and, and and everything at least you know not giving her the, the the cold shoulder but you know despite you having you know distractions and stuff and you had to get out of there you know because that it happens to all of us man i'll be trying i'll be driving <laughs> game planning with the needle we like all right as soon as they say amen we just gonna walk straight to the back <laughs> whoever come up to us come up to us but we continue to walk like a running back trying to you know how you tell running backs keep your legs moving <laughs> yep. Keep your legs moving, you know, still run, but keep your legs moving. If you get tackled, still move your legs. That's what we was trying to do. And sometimes it, it you know, somebody come at you with something more serious, you like, oh man. Yeah, you gotta, you know, if you think it to yourself, man, if I wasn't an elder, I'd be like, hey, you know, talk to brother such and such. Keep moving. But you can't do that. I see why certain friends leave during the song. Because if you don't, you ain't going to get out of there. You ain't going to get out there, man. I'm telling you, you not going to get out of there. Bro. So. And, and shout out shout out to anybody who invites their friends over to the, to, to attend the same congregation as them. And then when they start acting up, they disavow any knowledge of them and they act like they don't know. <laughs> but that's your man's, man. That, that, like, that's, that's your man. Your man. That's your man. Like, 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 <laughs> I'll be, I'll be, I'll be wanting to go off. You remember that scene 
<laughs> and dead presidents where they was they was they was uh they they had already robbed the, the truck or whatever and 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 old boy who was the pastor was going around giving out money and they were talking about how to handle them Lorenz oh, Tate yeah. and Keith David and Keith David was like <laughs> Keith David was like that's y'all mother effing okay friend <laughs> <laughs> Shout out I want to, to go David, off. Man. I want to go off like that sometimes. It's like, folks be like, yo, like, like, didn't you invite them over to our congregation? No, right. he was never that tight. Like, no, no, I, I remember nah. distinctly, like, you, 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 you laid claim to this person before they even came over and was, and was their biggest cheerleader. Now that they acting up, I, I wasn't even that tight with him. He just, you know, he just showed up. Yeah, it ain't your man no more, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that, that's wow. That's wow. Yeah, I <sighs> handle them before I handle them. <laughs> right, right. That I kind of went through. I kind of went through that myself with a certain brother that had came over to our congregation. But it was like mm. it wasn't like those things where I was trying to promote him to, to the brothers. Like, oh man, his brother was awesome, and this, that, and the other. You know, it was one of those things like, hey, man, you live out in the territory. Hey, won't you come, you know, visit our congregation, see what you think, you know, and boom, he was at our congregation. I thought he was going to visit more congregations before he made his decision to come to Burbank. But then, you know, everything was peachy and creamy until he started acting up and everybody coming to me like, and it's one of those things like, hey, you know, I if you don't know you don't know the person until you live with them type situation and it's like mm. yo i you know they coming at me and i'm like oh, i didn't know y'all like are y'all gonna handle it like like what y'all want me to do you know because <laughs> i'm his friend or just because well the I, assumption the assumption is that like you know if y'all had some sort of relationship before then you're in a better position position kind of you know pull his collar to the side and be like hey man you know the brothers didn't notice blah 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 you know maybe you could kind of straighten that up a little bit or you know it, 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 we notice or they notice x y and z and it could give the wrong impression of blah 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 so you know just next time do things a little different or something like like that's the assumption in which i did follow through on some of that but then it got to a point where it's like, hey, why don't y'all handle it? Like, I'm not his parent. I'm not his father. I'm not his uncle or, you know, I'm not his relative. Like, at this point, it's like, if it's something involving something that I had no no idea what was going on, this is a total situation totally between y'all two. Y'all handle it. Well, you that's know? different. It's different when it's a situation where it's like, the brothers, uh, there were certain brothers around who noticed something or witnessed something, and they're also appointed. That's different, you know. But right, right. But but it's like, and I'm sitting here. I don't. I have no knowledge of anything. But then you're trying to, you're talking to me. I'm hearing one side of things, and then you want me to come with you to come counsel the brother. And I'm like, okay, you 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 work me on your side. I ain't even get a chance to hear this man's side. You know mm, what I mean? Because yeah. there's always two sides to the story. I, I've always been that type of person. Like this, it's two sides of the story. Like you're gonna you're gonna make yourself look innocent on your <laughs> side, and the other person's gonna make himself look innocent on the other side. So then we got two brothers trying to counsel a brother that felt like he was innocent the whole time, and then they, the brothers looking at me like, you you weren't even there. You know what? What gives you the right to? You know what I mean? It's just. 
Yeah. It's giving me, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of going down a rabbit hole here, man, because it's giving me bad <laughs> <laughs> memories. But, you know, yeah, I, I get what you're saying, though. Like, like it wasn't the di- the difference between your situation and my situation is that I wasn't like cheering on or we wasn't like, like, like buddy, buddy like that. Like, you know, <laughs> and I was mm-hmm. like promoting this dude to come to Burbank and nothing like that. You know, it was just one of those things where he chose to come. And I was like, oh, okay, all right, well, cool. Oh, uh, yeah, my, my the situation I'm talking about was a little different. It was, it was more like, uh, yeah, when he get here, he gonna be a feather in our cap and make our congregation look good. And oh, you no. know, it's like, <laughs> or a person, they person might have potential or something, and it's like, you know, hey man, real quick. I got a shout out. Speaking of your congregation, Kensington Park, I had the privilege of visiting myself. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Shout out to Rodney. Big, Came through, gave, gave a real good public talk, man. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate that, man. You know what? One of the things that I really appreciated about coming back to, you know, the hood and everything, give a talk, you know, the first thing you walk in the door, you know, see nothing but older, older ones. And the first thing you hear is that candy rapping. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, man, I ain't heard that sound. I ain't they hit heard you. that sound in 15 years, man. They hit you with the soft peppermints. Man, the soft peppermints, the butterscotch. Man, I was hearing them rappings. I was like, man, I'm at home. <laughs> <laughs> the Sister Williams special. <laughs> yeah, the Sister Williams special. Sister Williams got all the goodies. All the goodies. <laughs> indeed, indeed. But but yeah, man, real nice congregation, man. You know, I got to see a lot of people I ain't seen in a long time. And uh it was it was really nice. It was really nice. But uh yeah, man, y'all, y'all, just just one one little thing. One little thing. <laughs> I think you already know what I'm about to say. Yeah, I already know. <laughs> like, first of all, who was doing the sound that day? It was like Here's the thing. It was almost three minutes before the meme was about to start. No one was at the sound booth. That's an off-wax conversation, bro. <laughs> like, don't they got I a just, video? I just put it this way. <laughs> I just put it this way. We need more training. Yeah, yeah. Like, unfortunately, you know... Man, I don't want to air our dirty lines. No, don't do, it. Don't, don't do it. Man. I ain't going to go there. Don't do it. Don't do it. We don't need you doing too much editing into this episode. So we'll, we'll talk <laughs> yeah, about it off the wax. scandalous enough. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we might get canceled out this episode. <laughs> I ain't going to make it to 200 like you did. <laughs> oh, and shout out the vibes and stuff. 200. Celebrating 200 episode. If you haven't checked That's it out, right. go check it out. Congratulations, man. Much appreciated, man. I ain't saying nothing to the because I knew I was going to be on the show with you. I'm like, I might as well just tell you, verbally tell you why you, you, you're you on the show. Man, Drew, I would have, man, I would have made that show, man, but I just came from out of, I just came from Arizona. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. How was your trip? Bro, that, it was beautiful, man. It was beautiful. Arizona is beautiful. I don't see myself moving there to live there like all these other witnesses that's like all of a sudden encamping in Arizona, but you know, I like it, man. It was a nice city. Um, actually went to uh, Grand Canyon, went to a couple of other, you know, spots out there and uh, went to a Diamondbacks game just to, 
I just wanted to go to a different stadium, man. Just to, I, I didn't really care for the teams, man. I just wanted to go to a different stadium and get a different feel, you know, from right, right. typical Chicago stadiums, you know. Dude, they serve Chick-fil-A at that stadium. What? Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> what they gonna do on Sunday games? Is it gonna be <laughs> open? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I was surprised at that. But but yeah, it was a nice stadium. Real nice time. We actually, it was like a family trip because in-laws, <clears throat> shout out to the in-laws. They celebrated their 38th anniversary. Uh, so we just wanted to do something, you know, family oriented. And so we right. was out there for like a whole week, man. That was the longest vacation I took in a long time. So I was just like, man, I was so beat up. And then the flight back home, man, it was like the shortest day of my life, man, because they're two hours behind. Our flight was at one. We landed at seven in Chicago, but it oh, felt wow. like, but it felt like three hours. So I was like, man, I wasn't even ready to go to sleep. I was up to like, you know, I was up to 12 in Chicago because I'm still at Arizona time. Right, right. Oh, wow. So you bright, yeah, man. Yeah, I was I was so sluggish, man. I didn't even want to go back to work. I, I went back to work that first day. I, I was I was actually glad that we were slow because I was not feeling it, bro. I, I I think today, actually today, I'm officially back to where I need to be as far as my time and everything. So yeah, man. But it was a great trip. Great trip. That's great. Shout out to the in-laws, man. Oh yeah, big time, big time. They, they oh, oh shout out to father-in-law too, man. He 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 I almost forgot to. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this. Oh. Man, <laughs> man, your father-in-law, man, gets the biggest shout out. You know, when I visited Kensington Park, man, this man introduced me to almost everybody at Kensington, man. <laughs> he took he took me by my hand. He just he took me away from my wife. <laughs> he like, you know this person? You know that person? Hey, hey, go ahead. Hey. Hey, check this guy out. Hey, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is sister such and such, brother such. I'm like, okay, cool. Whatever, you know. Yeah, he, so, he know you my people, so he gonna he gonna make sure you're straight, you know. Hey man, father-in-law came through, man. Tell him I appreciate the love, man. Absolutely, absolutely. He introduced you to Brother Sanders. No, he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> I was waiting for that, but <laughs> and a couple of a couple of uh sister Williams Bible studies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a couple of them. <laughs> oh man yeah but uh that's it any more shout outs for you no nah, that's it for me man that's it for me cool cool let's let's get into this nba stuff man it's a lot that that happened <laughs> since we were gone for my last episode so many things yeah. transpired uh yeah but we, we gonna start off with the elephant in the room that's my, my man's he made he made doka Got suspended for some. Man, I don't know, man. I, I'm. I don't, I don't know, man. What was your initial reaction to this whole email Udoka stuff, man? My initial reaction was, why suspend him for a year? Like, just fire him, whatever he did. Like, you know. Um, I was also kind of confused as to the severity of it. I'm like, okay, I'm. We're hearing that it was consensual. Right. Um, you know how bad was it you know and and, and seeing as how he, they were two wins away from a championship i'm like 
I'm like, okay, what what is going on here? Because y'all, they, let's be real here. They're essentially firing him. He's not going to come back a year later and everything's just going to be peachy king. Like, <clears throat> that's not going to happen. So this is essentially a firing. They, they're sidelining him until they figure out what they're going to do. Um, so my first thought was, and this was before people in the media started saying this. My, my next thought was that, like, he must have been messing with somebody who was also married and or connected to somebody else in the organization who was a higher up. Yep. Like a VP of basketball operations, maybe an owner, maybe a general manager, maybe somebody else with some juice, you know, and um, that, that was that was my next thought after the initial news came out. Um, and then everybody started coming out saying, oh, man, it's, it's people like Matt Barnes. It's like, yeah, you know, I know I defended him, but I deleted the tweet because I heard the facts and it, it's 100 times worse than we thought. And I was like, OK, all right. Um, you know, I, I, I understand there's some other details, you know, at play here. I don't necessarily need to hear them. Um, no. You know, it's the, the whole story is skeevy enough. You know what I mean? And it's like, I know it's a matter of time before some more details start trickling out. But like, I don't like it because let's just be honest, like this type of stuff happens in professional settings all the time. Um, and in fact, most companies, you know, I'm sure our listeners work for companies like this, too, where if you have a romantic relationship with somebody at the company, you have to disclose that to HR. Reason being, it can get sticky if, if, because what what will happen is they won't they won't fire either person, but that what they'll do is they'll move one of the people to a different department, and having a romantic relationship with a subordinate is completely off limits. So maybe it was that plus some of the other factors we just mentioned, you know. So. It's unfortunate, man. It's unfortunate. Like, you know, I know everybody's, oh, he cheated on Neil Long. It's like, look, look, y'all, like, Neil Long being fine ain't got nothing to do with it, bruh. Nothing to do with right, it. Right, right. <clears throat> you know, everybody faces temptation, you know, and when you have a measure of, of power, notoriety, and money, you know, it's, it's, it's a little easier to indulge in that temptation, you know? And you know, you don't know what their relationship like. Maybe, maybe Nia Long ain't, you know, the best partner. I don't know. Like, like people be people be looking at folks' spouses like, 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 man, why he cheat on her? It's like it ain't it ain't got nothing to do with the looks. Like, yeah, it has like, why he cheat on her? She fine. It's like, bro, it's so much more to it. I didn't see I didn't see dudes cheat on their spouses, and you see the person that they cheated on with, you like looks wise nowhere a surface below their wives but something happened something happened that convinced him to go down that road you know what I mean she did something that or (laughs) did something something, or just treated him in a way that made him feel good you know like yeah maybe you know you never know who how that relationship and then on top of that they're they're both kind of like not they're both select she's a celebrity he's a coach he's a hundred percent tied to the celtics organization he was working for the spurs which is a high demand you know greg popovich has always been kind of like this 
you know, he wants the best and the most out of his coaching staff. They, you know, I've even heard backstories that, uh, you know, from, uh, oh, what's my name? Um, Richard Forsace. I used to cut his hair at uh, Floyd's and he told me some stuff, you know, that about, you know, Greg Popovich and the system that he runs as far as how he uh, has his coaches go out overseas and do a lot of scouting. So he's, he's, you know, very hands on with his assistant coaches. So with, with all of that said, her being a celebrity, him always being busy, when are they going to have time for each other? Yeah. Something's you're going to come in between that. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna naturally <laughs> seek things out from the people that who are in your proximity, and in a lot of cases, yeah. it'd be your work mates or whatever, you know. And yeah, it's just unfortunate, man. It's 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 unfortunate that it's so high profile and so so publicized, you know. And I'm not saying what he did was right or excusing it, but it's like it's not like he stole millions of dollars from poor people in Mississippi to build a volleyball stadium. Exactly, and I got a war for for Mr. <laughs> Brett Favre. It's like I'm, I'm kind of Brett Favor. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of I'm kind of oh. almost tired of the Udoka you know conversation because one we don't have all the facts and two it's it's turning into this like weird gender wars conversation. It's like I'm, I'm sure you were reading the text yesterday where people were coming at Malika Andrews and it's like I'm like dang how we get here you know like. Like, I'm seeing stuff online about Malika hates black men and cancel Malika Andrews and, and she's this and she is like, well, okay, yeah, I, I get it. She came off a little strong to Stephen A, but I think her ire was directed toward some of the other um, elements to this story about, you know, with, with leaking certain images of women who didn't have nothing to do with it and calling for the woman to be uh uh dismissed and 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 have her identity released now to me it's not so much about gender as much as it is about race because i'm willing to bet <laughs> that this person udoka was involved with did not look like him and we are talking about boston here so it's like yeah is, is there inequity in how it's being handled sure but I think the inequity has more to do with race than gender. It could be a gender thing. I don't know. But like, I also think it has to do with protecting the identities of people tied to other powerful people within the organization. Right. Simple as that. You know, and as far as, um, you know, Malika pushing any type of agenda, like, you know, um, as a woman, she's naturally going to identify with the women in the situation. You know, and let, let's not dismiss the fact that a dude with power, logically, like, like, just he's going to have more of a responsibility and more of an advantage when it comes to whatever he gets involved with, with people with less power than him. You are the head coach of the Boston Celtics. It's like, yeah, I understand they're saying it was consensual, but even in a consensual relationship, there's a power dynamic. Let's say, let's just say he was he was getting involved with the chick who fetched the towels or something. I don't know. But like you got the head coach versus somebody with a lowly position. It's like 
the power dynamic, you can't ignore that there's a there's a inequity and a power dynamic there. You know, and if this person walks away or says, I don't want to do this no more, that they might you you can't ignore that they might face some repercussions within an organization because they spurned a powerful a dude in a powerful position. And I don't know why people want to act like that's not a factor. Right. That's why you divulge <laughs> romantic uh, 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 ties to your coworkers to HR. That's why that policy exists. Because if you all break up at some point, and next thing you know, the person who broke up with the other person is getting writ- written up all the time, it's going to send up a red flag. Like, oh, this is this is retribution for what you know what happened in their personal relationship. This ain't got nothing to do with work. Yeah. That's why I bring up the power dynamic. It has nothing to do with it being consensual. It has everything to do with how it can play out. Well, to your point, to your point, uh, uh, when I was working at Floyd's, it was a man. I okay. had a manager that got involved with a coworker. It was consensual, but the manager uh, didn't reveal that to the higher powers. It actually got revealed after she written up one of her other employees who knew about the situation. And then she ended up losing her position as a manager because she was violating company policy, getting involved intimately with a with a coworker, with an associate. So, so what happened had, to the subordinate? So she so here's the thing. So here's what happened. She ended up having to step down from they had her either they demoted her they didn't like fire or anything they demoted her but nothing happened to the person she was involved with see and that's why i was trying to get cats to realize in the text it's the power dynamic that makes the difference if two people on the same level get involved with each other they should still divulge it, but it's not as, as big of a deal as if somebody in an authoritative position gets involved with a subordinate. And that's what I think cats were kind of forgetting because it's like, well, why not? Pun- why ain't the woman getting punished? Why ain't she getting outed? And it's like, come on, y'all. Like, let's be real here. If if that woman got outed, that would be terrible for that person. Like, like they would receive death threats. They would get harassed. Boston, Boston Celtics fans, you, you know how they would react. Oh, yeah. You know how they would react. We, we we talked about on a show, Rodney, not too long ago about the signs uh, Cleveland, uh, what was it? Cleveland Browns fans were holding up about rape victims. Yep. We live in a world where like, yeah, women just don't always get the benefit of the doubt. We, we watch Will Smith walk onto a stage and slap a dude. And then like at, at, at the end of the day, just for people to be like, man, Jada, why ain't you apologize? Why you make him do that? What, what about August Alcina? And it's like, how, how is she getting blamed and brought in at what Will did? That's just <laughs> the world we live in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm not trying to side with any particular agenda. So anybody listening, don't get at me. You know what I'm saying about <laughs> this? My only thing with Malika Andrews that, you know, and I understand she has, you know, her things that she feels strongly about which you know on this podcast i'm not gonna you know i'm not one to you know question how people feel about certain things whether it's politically religiously whatever the case may be um my only problem with what malika is doing um i didn't the one thing that the only thing that really rubbed me the wrong way with malika is what she did with uh missoula 
<laughs> yeah, and that, that was kind of that fast. was bogus. Just, that was kind of fast. And, and she's gonna get an award for that, bro. She's gonna get an award later on. But I'm that, sure Joe Mazzula was at home watching, like, like, hey man, what I got to do with it? Exactly. Why are you going down this man's criminal record? He didn't even have a criminal record. He's just doing. He's a. He was just doing dumb things as a as a young adult. Yeah, he was twenty one. He was twenty one when that happened. He was twenty one. He was twenty one. You were revealing this man's whole past. I looked up his Wikipedia page. He don't even have it on his Wikipedia page. This woman really digged deep to find dirt on this dude, so she could put it out there on NBA Today and be like, "Why? Well, why the why the Celtics choose to hire him as the next head coach?" Yeah, you you do you do some dumb stuff oh. in your twenties, like. When I was 21, I had just gotten reproved for fighting my brother, you know? So, you know, I can't talk. Huh. Come on, Malika. Come on. We understand you really emotional about the situation. Now, here, here's the thing I think Malika was trying to get at. And I, I've commented on this in the past in terms of the NFL. In sports, you tend to have a lot of toxic personalities. And... That toxicity or aggressiveness or whatever you want to call it, uber masculinity, those the people who possess those traits are usually the ones who rise to the top. And that's just kind of like a necessary evil in sports. And um, if dude's been on good behavior since, then yeah, don't, 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 don't bring it up. There's no no need to bring that up. Oh, but oh, um, he just got a new job. He just got promoted. Like the, if I get a new job and somebody just comes out of nowhere and comes into the bar, <laughs> like somebody comes into the barbershop, like, hey man, y'all know Rodney uh robbed a bank back <laughs> or <laughs> or <laughs> not even robbed a bank. He stole the uh, he stole a Twinkie from a corner store back in 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 1996. Um, okay, yeah, well, yeah, that was when he was 19 years old, like, and he's almost 40 now. Like, what does that got to do with anything? But I got yeah. you, and I, I see what you're saying, yeah. And I, I think that's kind of what, what, what Malika is kind of getting at. Um, now, in terms of all these details that have not come out yet, <sighs> you know, Cat's gonna be feeling real dumb, man, if 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 if. If some details come out and they be like, oh, <laughs> like, 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 which man, is had, that's going to eventually come out. You know, it he is. Had, he had sex on top of the corpse of Bill Russell. Like, ugh, we can't get behind that. Because <laughs> like, like, I'm just like, man, what did he do? <laughs> yeah. Like, what what did like is it's, it's, it's a lot of speculation, a lot of he say, she say stuff that I'm not going to get get into on the show. But like. I, like I said, I'm with you on on this whole he made Doka stuff. I'm kind of tired of talking about it. And uh, and, the, and, the, and the situation you just brought up, Rob, with your job—that's common. That's 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 standard practice. Well, that's what Stephen A. was saying. You know, you know, when he was making his point. You know, it, this happens all the time at work. You know, the Celtics just dropped the ball, man. The organization dropped the ball in this whole situation. They. They didn't handle it the right way at the end of the day. You know, this is something that should have never came out. This should have been something that had been handled in house. And, you know, if they had, and, and, and like I said, I'm with you. It, it, if it was that bad, why didn't they just fire him? They, they could have fired him and made it look like he quit, you know, 
Yeah. Um, they could have consulted with him. Like, look, we got to let you go because uh, you foul. But we don't want this to get out. Make the organization look bad, cause a distraction. So, you know, just say you quit for family reasons or personal reasons or something. Or, you know, you 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 found another opportunity somewhere else or something. I don't know. Figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. What? So, so I remember you had sent me a text, and you, you see, you had a conspiracy theory about this whole situation. Was that already covered, or you just? No, no, no. My my conspiracy theory. Now, this is uh, this is me getting a little goofy, but I, I got a conspiracy theory that all of this is a is is a setup. They they knew about whatever he was doing all along, but the league got involved and said, "Y'all got to fire this dude and out him because they want the New York Knicks to be relevant." <laughs> think about it think about it the knicks ruined that chance when they didn't even get donovan mitchell think about it right they didn't get donovan mitchell okay they they missed the playoffs all together this this year this past year the year before they made the playoffs and, and you remember all the excitement around it right yeah yeah remember all that excitement it's great Emperor. to have the playoffs back in madison square garden New York City is the most populous city in the United States, and there are Knicks fans everywhere. It is more profitable and more advantageous for the league to have the Knicks in playoff contention. And you're not going to have the Knicks in playoff contention when you got eight other teams unquestionably better than them. So somebody got to take a dive. Yeah. Who's going to take a dive other than the team that came out the East Eastern Conference last year? Yeah. They want the New York Knicks to be relevant. They want the Celtics to be so mired in drama that they miss the playoffs. They they stick in a coach who who don't ain't ain't probably gonna know what he's doing, and the Knicks are gonna slip in. Yep. I think this is an alley oop for the Knicks, man. They can't get no free agents. <laughs> they can't make no trades. But nope. but they want them to be relevant, man. The Lakers that situation took care of itself. Okay. Yep. But the but the Knicks, they had to give them an alley oop. <laughs> hey. And the Celtics, I, I, the Celtics was in the way. Now that's one less team in the Knicks' way. Yeah. Well, I don't. I, I got a surprise for the Knicks when we get to these these old seeding predictions. Um, <laughs> I don't believe. I don't believe in the Knicks. Um, no, Robert Sarver, man, put a real dark cloud on, on the Phoenix Suns media day, man. Did you see all the the interviews and stuff? I, I heard, I didn't see him, but I heard about the DeAndre Ayton one. And I heard about, um, I don't think this was even media day. I heard about Jay Crowder requesting a trade. Yeah, yeah, the Suns are in. Whew, you talk about this this team. I don't know, man. I don't know what to expect from the Suns this year. I, I really got... I don't really have high hopes for this team at all. Uh, so much bad stuff has been happening over the all season. I mean, this Robert Server stuff. I honestly thought your conspiracy theory is gonna be that that the email you don't they use the email you doka stuff to kind of like cover over the Robert Server story, but I'm willing uh, to indulge in that because 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 my my other conspiracy theory is that they trying to they trying to pull a. Uh, they trying to pull a Mark Jackson, Steve Kerr move. You know what I'm saying? That's my right. other theory. Yeah. Like, oh man, the Celtics really good. They made the they made the finals. Right. Right. But we got this 
black head coach at the helm. Right. <laughs> oh, it's the, it, that, it is that, Boston, man. It, it is, is Boston. Boston. It is Boston. If this was any other team, any other city, I would not be saying this, Rodney, but this is Boston we're talking about. But yeah, um, this, this it's like man, Chris Paul can't he can't escape, man. He can't escape, bro. First Donald Sterling, and then this. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like Robert, this dude, and, and and thank goodness he's selling the team. Um, he's selling both teams. Then I didn't. He's got the Mercury and the Sun, so he's he's selling both teams. I I even noticed that they took a lot of because I guess he was on some billboards. And from uh, a Phoenix resident, I actually told me that they they had his picture on a lot of the billboards and stuff. They took them all down, uh. them all down. So like, yeah, this dude, <laughs> you know, it 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 was crazy, man. I don't know if you knew the details. I ain't we ain't gonna get into it, but I mean, it, it was some foul stuff, man. Yeah, I, I heard the details. It was it was uh it was pretty bad, man. It was pretty bad. Like it was it was Donald Sterling level type type stuff, you know? And yeah. um you know, uh Yeah, it's it's just it's a shame when this stuff happens, but you know, at least they're they're moving on it. It's 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 getting attention, you know. But hey, at least he didn't steal millions of dollars from welfare recipients to build a volleyball stadium. <laughs> I think that's going to be a thing throughout this show. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mr. Wrangler Jeans. Uh, ben Simmons. I don't know if you saw the interview, um, but he had a lot to say about saw his pieces of it. But like, I hate it. I hated what I saw. I hated that interview. I, and I, I didn't even finish it. Saying. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not about to sit through this. This is, this is, I've commented on this before, Rodney. This is why I hate athlete run media because athletes are always going to side with oh. the other athletes. Wait, and wait, wait, wait. Correction, Ian. The new media. That's, that's what Draymond is calling it. The new media. I don't care what he call it. I'm calling it what it is. It's athlete run media. You know, it's like, it's like, they're like cops, man. You you'll never get a cop to say on record that other cops are bad, okay? Ever. And it's the same thing with athletes. And we kind of already knew that, but it's like you got a dude who we we don't know what's going on with him, okay? We know he hasn't played any games in what 17, 18 months at this point. We know he's soft. And it's like you just hand him softball, these softball questions. Did you, you know, you know, passing up the layup. I heard what he said, and he he did he did at least admit to the bad optics of that. So I will give him that. But it was the overall tone of the overall interview. He did not. JJ Reddick did not hold his feet to the fire at all, or press him on anything that we really wanted to know. You know, and and like I said, I didn't watch the whole interview. Maybe he did later on in the interview at some point, and I just missed it. But no, I, I you, didn't see you that. You didn't miss nothing. You didn't miss nothing. But it was just, yeah, I, I turned it off. It's like he's giving them these softball questions. He's, he's, you know, it, it was basically like a, like man, I wanna, I wanna do my boy, my former teammate, a solid, and you know, help him get his narrative out there. And it's like, 
yeah, I don't, I have no interest in that. Like, get your narrative out there by getting out there and playing Ben Simmons. Yeah, that's what Shaq said on his uh, podcast. Shaq went in on him again. And, you know, it was just calling him soft. You know, just just go out there and play, man. Shut up and play. Like, and I hate to say it like that, but dude, he's one of those dudes. We ain't seen you play in what, two, almost two years now? Yeah. All we seeing you is in, in, in these terrible clothes and, you know, this terrible looking, you know, same looking face that, you know, that just want people to just feel sorry for you. And the terrible press conference from last year after that big trade and, you know, how he kind of doubled down on the whole depression thing. This dude, <laughs> I, I don't, I'm... I can't stand it. There's no team I hate more than I hate the Nets. I, I just hate this team, man. I yeah, hate I, I, about I, I hate team. them. I hate them more than I hate the Lakers. I think I do. I do. I I, I just despise this team. I, I, I they just need to just shut up, play basketball, and 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 you know KD with this whole oh yeah. I, 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 you know, I just wanted to make sure that my surroundings and and, and, and KD, I mean, and, and Kyrie talking about some, oh, I lost a hundred million because I wanted to be a voice for the voiceless. What? Shut up. Oh, I didn't even hear. I didn't even hear that part. I had no interest in hearing anything anyone from the Nets had to say, especially Kyrie. Like I, I heard he said something about like, yeah, this stigma of unreliability o- over me or something. And I was like, stigma, really? The stigma? That's it's it's, it's mysterious. Stigma, it's reality. It, it, it's 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 a it's a mystery to you why people why why why, why coaches and owners and GMs think you might not be reliable. Like okay. Like you've you've missed more games than you've played over the past three seasons, but okay, yeah, it's a mystery. It's it's we just plucked this out of the thin blue sky, like uh, that you're unreliable. Okay, right, right. I, I don't know, man. I, and can I'm you finally just... admit you were wrong about the vaccines? <laughs> He's never gonna admit that. Here we are, almost two years later from 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 from. When the vaccine got dropped and like everyone who took it is fine like none of us have have aligned ourselves with a satanic supercomputer or whatever he was putting out there like just admit you were wrong you were off on that yeah 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 i i just yeah i i hate that team real quick uh before we get into our seating uh prediction uh what was your initial thoughts of the uh of, of spider mitchell going to the Cavs? man bro the Cavs have the best young core in the NBA, I think. Like, it's a toss-up between them and the Grizzlies, but, like, they're going to be good. I think so, too. I think so, too. Like, they're going to be good, man. Once they get healthy, you know, I was really pulling for them last year, but they kind of, you know, started losing games and had injuries and kind of slipped out the playoff picture. But, like, I, I like I, I like the team that they got, bro. Me, too. Me, too. I, I like that. They let go of Sexton because I felt like they, him and Garland was kind of getting in the way of each other. So mm-hmm. now that you got that piece out of the way, Larry Marketing can go to Utah, you know, whatever, you know, draft picks, whatever. Now the Cavs are a legitimate threat in the East. And um, 
you know, I really like that. That came out of nowhere. I did not expect Cavaliers, man. Yeah, you know, everybody was thought, thought he was going to go to the Knicks, and um, the Heat were also in in, in talks of, of right. getting them too. The Heat, and, man, they just need to run the squad they got. Like, why? Why is right? Though? Why do they need him? Every other free agent getting connected to the Heat all of a sudden. Like, I mean, I, I kind of get it because it's a it's a prime destination team, I guess you can say, and it's run by Pat Riley and all of that but like they they got a good squad they did make the Eastern Conference Finals last year it's not like right. it's not like they're on the hunt for like one more piece or one more star they they got a you know one through five they're pretty solid yeah yeah they are yeah so yeah man I, I really like the, the Cavs and I like their chances of uh being a threat in the East and um, which leads to our, our our predictions, man. This is fifth year of us doing this. Uh, I didn't go backtrack. Usually, I backtrack and listen to what we predicted last year, but I didn't get a chance to do that. Uh, did you? I did not. I did not. I, I I usually go backtrack too, and like I think I did at at a certain point. But like I I want to say we were pretty. We were pretty, pretty on point. On point, with the exception of the Lakers and the Nets. Yeah, that was it. Those are only two teams we just didn't. I think we were both like pretty, pretty close on the Bulls, where the Bulls landed, where Golden State landed, you know, where the where the uh, where the Nuggets landed. Like, um, I think I was off on the Hawks again. <laughs> the Hawks. Yeah, man, I jumped off the Hawks bandwagon last year. Um. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm ready, man. I'm ready. I got my picks. All right, cool. So, um, I'm gonna go. I'll get started with the East. Um, since we're on the East, um, I'm gonna start from the play in on up. So here's what I got. <laughs> you know what? Let me get the obvious out the way. I'm gonna start at the top. Let's just do the top to the bottom. Uh, at number one, I got the Bucks. I still, you know, I felt like last year, whoever won between the Bucks and the Celtics was going to go to the finals coming out the East. Uh, the Bucks will be fully healthy. Uh, from what I'm hearing, Giannis' jump shot, he's been working on his jump shot all summer, so we'll see how that, that turns out. If this man ends up learning how to shoot and shooting lights out, the Bucks are going to be very, very tough to beat. Uh, at number two, I got, you're going to be surprising me for saying this, and <sighs> I was trying to fight not to put them here, but hey, man, I, I, I feel like this guy, this particular player has a lot to prove. I think he's going to be on a mission if he stays healthy. And if this man continues to do his stretches and stop eating and stop clubbing, I think they got a chance to be a threat this year. So I'm going 76ers at number two. Mm. I got the Celtics dropping a little bit because of this whole Ime Udoka stuff at number three, but I still think they're going to be solid. Uh, I don't think the Gallinari injury is going to hurt them as much as people think. I think the the um, what's got what's the other cat the center Williams Robert Williams. I think that hurts more than Gallinari getting injured because Williams really. Williams is nice, man. I think he's a very underrated big, I mean, underrated big man. And uh, he, I think he means a lot to that Celtics organization defensively. 
Uh, so I think uh, he just reminds me of a poor man's Ben Wallace, you know. Uh, but I think the Celtics will still be all right. I got the Cavs at number four. I got the Cavs at four. Uh, I re- like we just talked about. I really like what the Cavs are doing. I wouldn't be surprised if the Cavs finish higher, but I got the Cavs at number four. At number five, man, and this is only because, you know, even though I hate this team so much, you know, they could, if they put their minds to it, they can they can be a really good squad. I always felt like they should just ran, run it back instead of trying to ask for trades and all this other stuff. Just run it back. This is what you guys ask for. So play up to your potential. And I think their ceiling is a fifth seed. I think their ladder or their 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 bottom could be a seven for eight. But I got the Nets at five. Oh. I got the Heat at six. I got the Bulls falling, man. This whole line—that's what I wanted to ask you. So Lonzo Ball, man. So this man came out and said it hurts it hurts him to go up the stairs yeah what is up with that like what dude you got hurt in january here we are almost at in october you just now getting knee surgery on the same knee for the third time in a row what what is going on with lonzo ball bro this signing is not looking good. I don't know if the Bulls are, and I don't believe in curses, but this point guard situation with the Bulls over the last 10 years has been horrible. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. the only consistent point guard that played over 50 games in one season has been Rajon Rondo. Really? For the last 10 years since Derrick Rose left. Oh yeah, we got the curse of the raggedy man. Dude, Rajon Rondo, man. And then and, and remember that year, we went to the playoffs. We went up two zip against the Celtics, and then Rondo gets hurt and misses the rest of the series. And, and we lost and we lose four straight. So I don't, I don't know what's up with the point guard. I don't know if we got point guard disease or uh, I don't know, but point guard disease. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. man. Point it's guard the, in Chicago, man. It's the curse, it, 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 Ronnie. It's the curse of the folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't let the GDs in the door, huh? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> They did. They didn't let the GDs in the door, so now we curse. Now we curse. They ain't letting the GDs in the door. <laughs> man, I, 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 I almost when I heard that news, man, I got so upset, dude. I, I'm just like, are you, are you serious? So all I can really hope for is that IO takes a step up. I mean, the Dragic signing now makes sense for the Bulls. So, um, you know, Drummond is going to help their rebounding. But I don't know. I think the Bulls took a step back, man. So I'm, I got them at I seven. Agree. I agree. I got them at seven. I got the Hawks at eight, even though they, they went and got uh, DeJounte Murray. I don't think that's the total answer to their problems. A lot of people are kind of overhyping the Hawks right now, talking about, oh, they they can be a threat to win the East. I'm like, eh. 
I don't think they did enough for me to warrant they that. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, y'all. Yeah. Uh, the Raptors, I got them at number nine. And then at number 10, and these from seven to 10, these are the play in teams. So I got the Bulls making the play in, the Hawks at eight, Pistons at nine. And then I, I mean, not the Pistons at nine, the Raptors at nine. And I got the Pistons at 10. I mean, I think the Pistons are going to get better this year. Okay. Um, I really like the Pistons. I like what they're doing. And you know what that means? That means I got the Knicks not making the playoffs again. Hey, no, hey, yeah, you get no, you get no questions from me, bro. They are nowhere. They are nowhere in my seedings. <laughs> nowhere. Like, like nowhere. Like, nah. So who you got for the East? All right. So I did a top eight, and then I did what I did last year. I did a maybe I'm sleeping on. Okay. All right. Um, number one, my, not, not terribly different from your list, by the way. Number one, I got the Bucks. They are the only team, or not the only team, but one of the only quality teams, elite teams, that has no drama right now. There's nobody sleeping with anybody on the staff. <laughs> there's, there's, there's nobody who recently made a trade request. There's nobody who wanted the coach to get fired. There's nobody who, who, uh, uh, oh, who who's demanding a max deal. They're just no waiting. Injured There's point guards. You're right. They got point guards. There's, there's, they're, they're just waiting for Chris Middleton to come back. They have no drama, which is the best way to be. I got them cruising to the number one seed. Number two, I too have the Philadelphia 76ers. I don't know why I feel good about them. I don't either. Uh, I, it's just something about them I like. But I do. Um, I'm sure Doc Rivers is going to make me eat my words come April. <laughs> I forgot about Doc Rivers. But, uh, you know, <laughs> I got them. I, these, these are regular season seedings. So this has nothing to do with the playoff picture. Okay. So, yeah, I got the Sixers at number two. I got, I actually got the Heat at number three. I think, I still think they're exceptionally well coached. They're pretty deep. I don't, I don't see why they can't make the three seed. And I think they're going to have a chip on their shoulder for missing out on the finals uh, last year by one game. Number four, I got the Celtics. I got them dropping down to number four for obvious reasons, but I still think they're going to be in the picture and make some noise. Number five, I have the Cavaliers. You okay? I, I think their ceiling is higher than five, but because of some of the other teams in their way, I got them at five. The East is very stacked this year. They stacked, man. This, the East this, is very stacked. It was tough to do the East this year. The, and I, which I love. You, you know I love the Eastern Conference, Rodney. Oh, yeah. It's back Long to where it needs to be. Eastern Conference fan, man. Like, the Eastern Conference right now feels like the rap game in the late 90s. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you got boot camp click over here. You got Wu-Tang <laughs> thing. You got Buster Rhymes and the Flipmo squad over there. You got... The outsiders got the... Yeah, you got everything, man. You got yeah. Outkast, Dungeon Family making noise. It's, it's, it's a lot of, lot, of, lot of action in the East. Number six, I got our Chicago Bulls, man. I, I couldn't justify putting them higher than six. And I kind of... I think if they landed six, they'd be doing good right now. But we'll, we'll see. Number seven, I got the Raptors. Okay. I got the Raptors. We People are so disrespectful to the Raptors. I've been disrespectful to the Raptors, mainly because of Drake. Um, 
I'm again. I got a award for him too later, but go ahead. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sure I know what it what it what it's for. And then number eight, I got the Hawks, just like you. <laughs> um, and then of course, for maybe I'm sleeping on pick. Maybe I'm sleeping on the Nets. Maybe I'm sleeping on the Nets. If you notice, I did not have them in my top eight. They have to earn it. The East has gotten better this year. The Cavs have, have have gotten better. I think the Sixers will be better. I think the Raptors will still be good. I think the Hawks are got a little wake up call. Mm-hmm. So I think they'll be better. Plus, then they make some moves in the off season. The Hawks, yeah, they got Dejounte Murray. Mm, okay, okay. From from the Spurs. Okay. So maybe I'm sleeping on the Nets. I just. I could not justify putting them in, in the top eight. I just couldn't. I got yeah. a would you be surprised question, too. Go ahead. Go ahead. Would you be shocked if the Nets get blown up 25 games into the season? I would not be shocked. I would not be shocked. If they start off slow and they start off, there's a lot of drama. They start off, you know, with Kyrie probably, you know, getting caught on film, cursing out Steve Nash in the huddle. Like this thing's gonna get blown up. I, I would not be surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real quick, uh, little nuggets uh, with the rest of these teams that didn't make the cut. Um, uh, man, the, sh- the shout out to shout out to the Magic, man. That 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 sucked. What happened to their number one pick? Thanks to you know tough defense by LeBron James. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that 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 hurt. That's gonna hurt them. Even though I didn't have them making the playoffs or the play in any way, even if they're number one pick play, uh, the Pacers are in a rebuilding mode. They might be them and the Magic are probably gonna fight neck and neck for being the worst teams in the East. Uh, the Wizards are the Wizards. The Hornets got a lot of off the court issues going on with all their drama. Uh, so you know. That's not worth talking about. And the Knicks are the Knicks, man. The Knicks are the Knicks, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. The Knicks are the Knicks. All right, let's go to the Western Conference, man. I'll let you go first since I went first on the East. All right, man. At number one, I got the Golden State Warriors. Um, no surprise there. Um, they are a finely tuned world oil machine. I think they will have no problem getting the number one seed. At number two, this might be controversial. I got the Denver Nuggets. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. All right. Um, they'll be back healthy. Uh, I think Jokic is going to be playing with a chip on his shoulder. Because um, he's probably one of the most disrespected MVPs ever. Um, back to back, right? He won back to back MVPs, right? Yeah, yeah. And everybody got their complaint on. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Nobody talks about them. Um, number three, I had another team, but I scratched them out. And at number three, I got the Clippers. Okay. Okay. Number four, I got the Grizzlies. All right. Number five, I got the Suns. I got the Suns slipping to number five. I think they're going to lose a step for obvious reasons. You know, malcontent on the team. Chris Paul's getting older. You know, they're distracted with this ownership situation. Number six, I got the Timberwolves. 
I wanted to put them a little higher. Honestly, I think five and six is interchangeable between the Suns and the Timberwolves. I love the Rudy Gobert pickup. Yeah, I I would be shocked if the Timberwolves do not are not in the playoff picture. I would be shocked. Oh, uh, they they'll be in the playoff picture. They'll be in the playoff. Um, number seven, I got the Mavericks. Um, I can't really say why. I just believe in these other teams a little more than them. Okay. And at number eight, I got the Pelicans. Okay. Maybe I'm sleeping on the Lakers. <laughs> you ain't sleeping on the Lakers, man. Lakers it's ain't. funny. It's funny. The two teams I feel I'm sleeping on were probably the number one, my number one seed picks last year. <laughs> now it's the Nets and the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'm sleeping on the Lakers. Maybe maybe they'll they'll actually look like a decent team. Um it's possible. It's possible. I, I think I think let me ask you this. Who has the higher ceiling between the Nets and the Lakers? <laughs> That's a tough question because the Lakers are old. Um I know I know LeBron signed two two signed for two more years. But I think he's gonna have one of those. It's starting to feel like Kobe's last few years in, in LA. Like, you know, except that the team, the difference between LeBron and Kobe's tenure was Kobe was around a bunch of young, immature NBA players that were still trying to find their way. LeBron's around a bunch of guys that are has beens in the NBA. So <laughs> I, I don't know how far you can keep preaching to Lakers fans that this is going to work. You know, like even even Patrick Beverly, he's a has been. Like, yeah, he can. He gives you ratings. He, you know, he's gonna he's gonna do all the Steve Urkel like things to to get crowds laughing and and, and pointing their fingers at him. And oh, look what he did there. Look what he did. Oh, he's friends with Russell Westbrook. Oh, uh, but dude, they're the same Lakers from last year. Yeah, there's nothing like. Extraordinary about them. What did they I, add? I, I think I I do think that the Nets have a higher. If they got their crap together, because they have a decent roster. If they got their crap together, they have the higher ceiling. I think that, but I also think they got. No, nah, I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna say they have the lower floor too. But no, nah, I think the the Lakers definitely have the lower floor. But I, I just I hate the Nets so, like you so much. Like I, I hate. Um, I hate them. I hate them. I hope nothing but bad happens to them. Um, I hope they all get injured this year. Um, I, you know I hate the, them. You know who hates the Nets more than us? My wife. <laughs> really? She can't stand the Nets. She can't stand Kevin Durant at all. It ain't even Kevin Durant for me, man. It's 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 Kyrie. It's Ben Simmons. Um, and and you've been on record defending Ben Simmons in the past. I have, know, but Ben has done so much to kind of. <laughs> Why he's done so much since then, man? I'm done defending him. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like I, I just they, they, I'm looking at, I'm, I'm looking at their squad on paper, and it's like they have a decent squad when you compare it to the Lakers squad, but 
it's just so much drama with them. Like, you know, how you think <laughs> it's just it, with the other elephant in the room, like Kevin Durant, like requesting that the head coach and GM be fired. It's like, how do you come back from that? Yeah, LeBron's never done that. As much as we, you know, take shots at LeBron on this show, LeBron's never gave a team an ultimatum. And LeBron earned at least two of his rings. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, KD, come on, man. Like, he took the easy way out. You're right, right. And you tried to take the easy way out again. You know, like, right. you know, and, and, and Kyrie, you already know my issues with Kyrie. I don't believe in Ben Simmons at all. Um, I, I never thought Steve Nash was qualified to coach a team like that. Um, yeah, I hate them, man. I hate them. <laughs> at least, oh, at least man. LeBron's got a resume. At least, at least, you know, AD has a resume. He had a resume before he came to LA. And what Russell Westbrook, for what it's worth, he shows up to play. Yeah, yeah, he shows I mean, up to play. Jeannie Buss went on record saying Russell Westbrook is their best player. <laughs> so, wait, uh, I missed that. Oh yeah, she said that last year. She said that last year when all the drama was going on. Anthony Davis, you know, if he stays off the always disabled list, you know, maybe <laughs> Lakers could do something. Maybe always maybe. disabled. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, your you your prediction might be right, man. You might be right about the Lakers. It the thing about the Lakers is if all three of these guys play to the level that they are supposed to play. They can, they can be in the mid, they can be in the middle of the pack, you know, fighting it out with the Clippers and the Grizzlies and the Warriors, you know, but we need to see it. So I don't know, you know, uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. They, they're stacking all their chips on Patrick Beverly, it seems like, but we'll see what happens, man. But uh, I'm gonna get into my Western Conference uh, seating predictions. Uh, mine's is very different from yours. My West is very different. Our East was very similar, but West is very different. So I'm gonna start off at number one, man. I I'm gonna believe and this. This is regular season, you know. So this is what I'm taking into consideration. Uh, I think the Clippers. I got them at number one, man. I'm sold on the Clippers. I'm number sold. one. Wow. I'm I'm sold on the Clippers, man. I am sold on the Clippers. Not to win a championship. But to finish first in the West. Wow, you got them at number one. Yeah, I got them at number one. At number two, I got the Warriors. And the reason why, <laughs> because I, I feel like the Warriors is at that position in there. You know, they've been so dominant for so long. It, it's it's to the point where it's almost like Spurs, like you know, Spurs syndrome, where it's like, oh, we don't care where we finish in the standings. You know, we get in the playoffs, we gonna turn it on, and and you know, that's when it really matters. Uh, yeah. So I don't think the Warriors are gonna be like hard pressed to get that number one seed this year. So it's not because I feel like the Clippers are better than the Warriors. I just think that the Warriors aren't gonna be like hard pressed to try to get a number one seed this year. Uh, so I got the Warriors at number two. I got the Grizzlies at three. Uh, I'm looking forward to that Christmas game between them and the Warriors. Uh, I got the Mavs. I'm a little more sold on the Mavs than you are. I, I got the Mavs at number four. I think the addition of Christian Wood is going to help him. Christian Wood is going to finally be on a good team. Uh, hopefully he doesn't stat pad because that's the, my only concern with him. 
but he filled he feels a void that they were missing last year. Uh, so I think they took a step up with that move. I got the Nuggets at number five. I had I was juggling between the Nuggets and the Mavs. Mm. So either way, I, I, I see you the think Nuggets the Mavs are going to have a better record than the Nuggets? Slightly, slightly, by probably one or two games. Not, okay. not by much. I think it's going to be a tight race between those two. Uh, the Nuggets, yeah, I got the Nuggets at number five. I got the Suns at six. I got the Suns dropping. Um, I almost had them in play-in status, but I ain't going to put them that far down. I think the Suns um, did well by getting Aiden back. If they didn't re-sign Aiden, they definitely wouldn't have been this high. Um, hopefully Aiden gets over himself and and gets over the whole, you know, contract situation and just play ball, you know, because he still kind of sounded a little bitter during the media day. But uh, hopefully the Suns get it together. They shake off all of that Robert Sarver stuff and, and just play. Uh, for the play-in, I got... At number seven, I got the uh, Timberwolves. I don't know. I'm not as sold on the Timberwolves as you are. I, mm. I, just something about You're so them. disrespectful. You are so disrespectful. Oh, it's not. I'm there. not sold on them, man. I, I I don't know what it is, man. I don't know, but I remember, could be wrong. Remember when when Rudy Gobert gave the the, the nation COVID? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the reason why. Maybe that's the reason why I'm not. This is him. This is him. I love Anthony Edwards, man. I, I, you know what? I hope this is one of those seating. This is one of those years. I hope I'm wrong about the Wolves because I really like Anthony Edwards. So, um, but I got them at number seven. I got the eight at the eight spot. I got the Pelicans um, with Zion coming back. Seems like Zion, you know, trimmed down a little bit. I don't know if you've seen him during media day, but you know, he ain't look like you know Shaq and and, and Barkley's son. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I think I think the Pelicans they got a solid squad, man. They got a solid starting lineup. Uh, they signed they just signed McCullum to two two more years. I saw that, yeah. Uh, shout out to him. Congratulations on that. One of the most underrated players in the league. They were a different he, team when he got on the squad, man. It, man, he did, dude. That was the most underrated trade last year man that worked wonders for that team uh the lakers i got them at number nine and then uh i got the blazers at 10. so yeah i thought about including the blazers but they they might be a factor they might be a factor i mean lillard will be healthy they got what's his name uh jeremy grant I don't know if he's going to make too big of a difference. They signed Gary Payton Jr. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Don't they got they got that other kid too that was lighting it up last year. I forgot his name. It's not coming to me, but yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh I don't think the Blazers are better than 10. I think that's their ceiling. <laughs> uh I think their ceiling is 8. You think their ceiling is 8? Okay. Yeah. Man. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, but uh, sorry, sorry to these other teams, the Jazz. Uh, they're they're clearly rebuilding. Uh, the Kings, they're just they're always the Kings are the Kings. Uh, you know, the Spurs are just gonna be there. They're gonna be that 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 fly that's just gonna be, you know, irritating teams and 
Hey man, the Kings might win 40 games this season, man. A lot of people are high on the Kings, man. I, I I've been looking up a lot of different like people's predictions and stuff, man. And a lot of people are high on the Kings, man. Uh I even seen some people put them in the eighth seed. We'll see. Last, I, year, I mean, I, got... last year I think they were my team and I said I might be sleeping on, but then they made me eat my words. So I'm not I'm not <laughs> I'm not going there with them again. I mean, they got they got you know got Harrison Barnes, you got Kevin Harder, uh, Darian Fox, who I don't know, uh, Demontis, you know, Demontis is always going to be solid. Uh, they still trying to develop Davion Mitchell. I mean, they they got a decent squad, man. It's just a, I don't know, man. It's just something they picked up Robert Covington too. So I don't know, maybe 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 I am maybe I am sleeping on the Kings. I don't think you are. I, I think they're going to be what they were last year. <laughs> I'm not as high on De'Aaron Fox as I used to be. I always thought Harrison Barnes was a has-been. Robert Covington is, is he's been just like trade cannon fodder for like the past four or five years. You know, I think his value has been oversold as like this 3 and D guy. Um, yeah, they're just a Mickey Mouse organization, man. <laughs> I mean, I don't hate them, but they just, you know. <laughs> well, Kings fans, hey, if they don't make the playoffs or the play-in this year, hey, just just go back and watch Jason Williams' white chocolate highlights and make you feel better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man, but yeah, the Rockets—they're done. The Thunder, you know, we all know that story. Actually. You know what? I got the Magic and Thunder mixed up. Um, it was the Thunder that lost their first round pick. Correct. correct. The Magic. The Magic got the the guy from Duke that was getting ate up by DeJounte Murray during the summer. Yeah, that dude. Yeah, so my bad on that one. Uh, that was a slip up. But yeah, that's it. That's our prediction. So, and, that's, and we're sticking to them. Feel free to come back and, and, you know, listen to this episode and tell us how wrong or right we are towards the end of the season. I'm all for it. I'm ready for it. So uh, we're going to go to a commercial break and then we're going to get to our second segment. All right. Let's do it. We back. All right, all right. MVP mailbag time. Dude, I was struggling with a mailbag question, man. I don't have one because I'm still trying to catch up with life. But do you have one for I I have I have a question, but I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's one you can really answer because you, you don't drink, do you, Rod? Not a big drinker. No, no. Um, I don't mind trying things, but you know, not a big dream. But, we, but hey, feel free to share it. My, my, my only question was like, at what age did you start drinking? Oh, um, I mean, as soon as I turned 21, uh, I, I, oh, you know what? I got a story time for you. I'm glad you asked me that. I got a story time for you. See, Ian, you never know what you, 
don't 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 doubt yourself, Ian. Don't <laughs> <laughs> you sound like Brother Sanders. <laughs> Yeah, 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 man. Just, just, just ask it, man. You got a question? Just ask, it, man. Um, but yeah, so, so yeah, I, I, I mean, as soon as I turned twenty-one, of course, everybody does the traditional take your first drink and all that other stuff. But I did work at Gordon's, and I did work with a fellow barber named Cece, who, uh, yeah, he's 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 a fair-minded drinker. All right, all right. I'm not gonna tarnish this man's identity on my show. Uh, but um, something interesting happened. So at the time, uh, Cece was dating this girl that came over to the U.S. from Africa. And I, let's just say her name was Fifi. Okay. Okay. That's all I, you know. But uh, she she was she was very easy on the eyes, easy on the eyes. Um, and according to Cece, she was an African princess from where she came from. She was just here in Chicago temporarily. I guess she was going to college to get some type of uh, degree or whatever. And then once she got it, um, she was going to go back to her her country, you know. Uh, but uh, she was she was beautiful, man. Um, I kid you not. And uh, Cece wanted me. To accompany him on a date because cc was you know he had just got baptized he was trying to do everything the right way and everything so you know we went to you remember the hot house downtown in no no okay so it, it was on it used to be on it, it was right across the street from jones high school and it was kind of like the first floor when you walk into this building uh, the first floor would have all this artwork. It was kind of like an art gallery or whatever. And then you go up the stairs and it's like a loungy area with a stage. And a lot of underground artists would perform there. Um, actually, Chuck from from uh, from Dr. Wax used to arrange a lot of concerts there with a lot of underground Chicago artists. Okay. So one of the artist was um i don't know if you ever heard of this like soul artist named omar no then no, no, okay. that's not ringing the bell anyway yeah so so omar i didn't know i didn't know anything about him cc was crazy about this dude you know so i'm like you know whatever he wanted me to accompany with him on this concert i said oh cool i don't mind you know i don't really know nothing about omar but it is what it is it was a nice concert dude i had fun I had a blast, dude. But the reason why I had a blast was because CC had a nice surprise for me. So <laughs> he picks me up from the crib. I go in the crib. He like, hey, man. He's like, I got something for you, man. I got this. Uh, I don't know what he mixed up, man. I think he mixed up, he mixed up some like Hennessy with something else. I don't know what it was, but it tasted good. It tasted good. And so we, we, we drunk, you know, we drunk. A little it wasn't bit. A, an incredible Hulk, was it? I don't know what it was. I don't even remember. I had to ask CC, man. I would have to ask him, but you know, he, you know, I, 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 I think I drunk a little bit too more, 
a little bit more than what I was planning on because I was kind of like being hesitant, but he was driving and he was like, yo, man, you know, we got to finish this. I'm like, okay, all right, whatever. <laughs> so I finished it. <laughs> so he picks up Fifi. I get in the back. Fifi gets in. And, you know, he already was pumping her up like, like, man, she's so bad. She this, she that. So, you know, I see her come out the house and I start smiling. Because <laughs> yeah. you got a few in you. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 you know. I didn't it. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm like, so, so Cece's like, I'm telling Cece, yeah, 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 she bad, you know, this and another. So she get in the car, you know, she's, you know, Cece introduces her to me and um, she asks, <laughs> Cece's like, yeah, this is Rodney. And Fifi was like, oh, hi, Rodney. You know, she had the little accent, little African accent. I was like, oh, hey, how's it, how's it going? She's like, oh, I'm doing well. And then she looks at Cece and asks Cece, why is he so happy? I mean, why is he smiling? <laughs> <laughs> and Cece was like, I don't know why you smile. <laughs> why are you smiling, right? I was like, because I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, CC would never live that story down. He told everybody this at the shop, like, what weeks. Yeah. Oh, man. That's hilarious. Sound like you need to drink more, whatever it was you was drinking. <laughs> I guess I was a happy, you know, intoxicated soul, you know, on that day. But yeah. Uh, that 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 was one of the you know my little encounters of. So wait, how old were you? Eighteen? No, 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 no. I wasn't eighteen when we went to this concert. I think I was around twenty-two. Okay. Twenty-one or twenty. Twenty-one or twenty-two. This was this was before I was dating. I don't think I was dating anybody at the time. So. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, man, I first started drinking like regularly, regularly drinking at like 16. Okay. And like I'm I'm gonna save my 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 worst stories. I was just curious. I, I was I was listening to this other pod and they were talking about Castle was talking about when they first started drinking regularly. <clears throat> but um I, I I've got some I've got some like overindulgence stories man like but i'm not going to share them today like marco is aware of one of them <laughs> i'll put it that way <laughs> oh 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 uh they go to my hall yeah yeah oh, okay okay but i was actually gonna gonna revisit a topic for, for the mailbag questions remember that question you asked where you were like have you ever been out and about and or or, or was like playing rap in front of like the friends the elders yeah yeah like yeah yeah man bro i had an experience this past week i was riding around um uh uh my area and as you know for the album face off this week we were doing little brothers the listening versus slum villages fantastic volume two and it got I'm glad little, you revisited that battle too but go ahead oh thank you thank you um i was playing fantastic volume two and i was playing <laughs> I, I it was it was a nice day ride so i had my windows down a little bit i know need it, to i don't know here. no i was listening to um eyes up 
I was listening to Eyes Up, and and it got to the part where it was like, uh, where, where T three was like, never f around with the click. You f around with the click. Click. You bitch, yeah, no. And I was driving past some friends with the windows down. Mike, get your And it wasn't. It, and right, it wasn't even my friends because it wasn't technically our, my congregation's territory. It was my parents' congregation's territory. And they all know me. You know what I mean? And like, but I was fortunately, I was driving at a speed <laughs> where like, I think I, I was able to get by very quickly. <laughs> you know, there weren't no stop signs and nothing around. <laughs> And you know, I'm in there, I'm cruising, I'm, I'm bobbing my head, never F around with the click, yeah, around with the click, you might get your melon split. <laughs> and I saw a brother I recognized, man, and I gunned it, man. <laughs> and you know, that eyes up, it got that real funky guitar lick, right? So, you know, I'm, I'm getting into it, man. I'm, you know, I'm getting into the beat. <laughs> You say what? What? My jam knocks, knocking all the mother out of the box. <laughs> you say what? What? My jam knocks. You can hear me coming up blocks. Right. <laughs> the, the loneliest niggas used to pop block. <laughs> to say what? What? My jam knocks. Pointies that want to get shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh. Yo, man, I'm over here crying, man. I'm like, man, I got to tell Rodney about this. <laughs> he spoke this into existence. <laughs> oh, oh man! Oh. That 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 that's definitely not the right song to get caught on. <laughs> There's <laughs> no like. <laughs> Y'all can catch me on players or fall in love. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like something that you know, you know, like, whoo, like you can't even edit that song. That that wouldn't even be a clean edit. <laughs> that would not. That song would not be a clean edit at all. No, no, not really. Only the hook. Only the hook. Did you let that That's ride? It. That's it. Oh my goodness, dude. So, did you get a reaction? No, no, I, I I averted my eyes, man, and like so I couldn't even if there was a reaction I couldn't I wasn't trying to see it, you know. Right. <laughs> he just kept going, just kept moving. You know, but you you, you didn't know, turn you the music down. I, I might have, I might have, but I like I said I was going at a speed where like I was like, okay, they might not even see me, you know what I mean. Right. See me, let alone recognize me. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Man, I, I thought, thought he was going. going. <laughs> you know, you know, know what I mean? Like that. <laughs> what, what, what'd you say, Ed? I'm sorry. No, no. I, I, I was just saying, yeah, it had that funky guitar lick going. I was, I was getting into it. Man, that beat, dude. Dilla put his foot in that one. Yeah. Oh, which one of them the albums did you favor though? 
in the face off. Oh, um, I, I would have went Slum Village. Um, you know, uh, the listening still definitely is one of my favorite albums of all time. But Slum Village just, I it, it's just it was just a special album in my life. It, I just have more sentimental value towards, uh, you know, fantastic, and it was just in a place where it was like, you know. It was one of those albums that came around a time where, okay, um, Tri-Car Quest dropped their last album, right? And I was so into that sound of hip hop. And it's like, man, okay, what, 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 what's, what's next, right? Mm-hmm. And enter Black Star and then enter Slum Village. And those two albums was like, okay, we still got some hope. We we still got some hope. We don't have to always rely on tribe. We got Slum Village now. We got Black Star. We got Raucous Records giving us all this hip hop. Like, let's go. Let's let's go into the new, you know, into the 20, 21st century with this 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 new hip hop, you know, with this with the sound to continue that that sound that we we all grew up loving. So yeah, man. I, I just gotta <clears throat> lyrically definitely like little brother definitely has the upper hand um as far as lyrical content goes with the listening. I mean, if you if you take away the music from both of those albums and just listen to the vocals, <laughs> you definitely gonna choose Little Brother over Slum Village, right? But yeah. um production wise, Dilla was just in his bag, man. He was just in his bag. And it was so many influences from that album that really helped contribute to the listening success, you know? Um, so I, I just think, yeah, man, I, I just got more of a sentimental value towards Love Village. Uh, fantastic. And, uh, you know, sorry, Reggie, if you're listening to this. <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, it was uh, such he hates album, but... Both albums were such game changers, you know. Um, yeah, it, it was. It was. It's hard to tell who to go with. You know what I mean? It's like because they both, like I said, they were both produced by goat producers. Yeah, and you know what? To 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 little brothers credit too, they kind of came around at the right time because it was around that time where people it was kind of dwindling off a little bit. You know, they did. They did. They, the they definitely came around. Dwindling a little bit. You know, common kind of lost some folks. Because the whole Bohemian hip hop movement was like really starting to lose steam, and and yeah. kind of it was it was kind of I hate to say it, man. It was in love with itself for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. And you know, you you had people going with that route, but then you had a lot of acts from from the late 90s that you could normally go to for good music that were kind of like getting into different sounds and not um not sticking to their own formula you know right yeah i agree i agree yeah i I, and it was like when little brother came out with that it was kind of like oh man like there's still people out there that still put you know it was just like yeah it's like okay we can pass the torch to somebody you know what i mean like it wasn't it wasn't that bleak for me because by 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 the time 2002 rolled around 
I was already deep, deep into like the Stones Throw roster and the, and the Dev Jugs roster and uh, Eastern Conference Records and what they were doing. So like, I, I, I had my go-tos, but it was like looking very different from the cats that got me into underground hip hop. Right. Yeah, that's 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 definitely true. It's definitely true. But uh, yeah, man, I was that's 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 a great like just listening to those two albums man it's like a breath of fresh air every time like <laughs> you know yeah, you did you see the syllabus for next week uh yes i did yes i did um now one of these albums i never listened to before um let me pull it up yeah the freestyle fellowship i, I gotta check that out i haven't heard this project Oh really? You never heard it? Mm-mm. Classic album, bro. No, I never heard the Freestyle Fellowship. Okay. You know, Souls of Mischief. You know, I got my thoughts on Souls of Mischief. That's not a very popular thought. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, share it. <laughs> <laughs> I just think they were a tad bit overrated. Hmm. And I think because I think. You know, the album was nice. It was a nice album. It's not one of my favorite albums. It was a nice album. But I think the the single, you know, 93 Till, I just feel like that song got so overplayed. And it almost made them, it, it almost kind of, I don't know, it, it's hard to explain, man. Like, they, now people was like, Oh, they were a classic group. Oh, they were one of the greatest groups. Oh, this is the and that's like, well, if you look, the album was good, but it wasn't, you know, '93 till Penny was a great song too. But if you listen to the album, like it didn't really sound on key. It was almost like, okay, this 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 was the radio hit that the album needed. But the rest of the album didn't really have that same tone to me. And I, don't I, I know. thought that I, I used to think that too, Rod. Till I did a deep dive. Maybe I do need to do a deep dive. That's probably on ninety three till infinity. Like it's not. I want to give too much away. It's 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 not as consistent as you would hope it would be. But the stuff on there that's good is surprisingly good. Right. That freestyle fellowship, though, oh my God, that's 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 a seminal album that I believed helped form the underground sound, or what we what became known later on as an underground sound. Um, they were doing amazing stuff technically, rap wise, on freestyle on that freestyle fellowship, though. <clears throat> I love and, the album cover, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's an underground classic in my opinion or a cult classic if you want to call it that but um it's it's just it's 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 interesting to go back to 93 and to see some of the albums that dropped in 93 and what was going on and it was yeah it was a really good time yeah i, I really thought yeah I, I i definitely go back and listen to the uh souls of mischief to see if i still feel the same way uh, but yeah, this freestyle press fellowship. I'm definitely gonna check it out. Yeah, yeah. It, they were ahead of their time, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm gonna definitely take a look at this. But yeah, man, let's get to these awards, man. 
we yes, uh, sir. we got a lot to give out, a lot, <laughs> a lot to give out. So, uh, Brother Sanders Side Hour Award, you got any? I do. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Uh -oh. I spice. Out. <laughs> I knew you go. <laughs> I spice gets the Brother Sanders Side High Award. <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! Well, don't um, don't 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 march her in front of Brother Sanders in the hall. No, no, no! You yeah, no, no. You gonna lose all his focus. That's yeah. how he like him. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I don't have any. I don't have any, but I'm definitely uh, I do like that choice. Uh, Big Head Rico Award. Brett Favre. Oh, I got I got a different award for Brett Favre, but but go ahead. Bro, you stole millions of dollars <clears throat> in welfare poor. money in the poor from people in the poorest state in the United States to build your daughter's volleyball stadium. As if your millions of dollars you earned with the Packers and the Vikings wasn't enough. And then tried to lie about it too, right? And then I don't know if he lied about out. it, but he definitely he definitely tried to cover it up. Yeah, but they pulled the receipts out. They pulled the text messages. Oh, I ain't gonna get in trouble over this, am I? Bro, you you a clown. You a whole clown, Brett Favre. Do 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 the world a favor. Walk out onto a freeway and get hit by a truck, bro. Like <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like um, that. Yeah, eat my banana on that one. Definitely. Um. Uh, my, mine's mine's gonna go sadly i hate to do this you know i still i'm still team alika man don't get me wrong don't get this wrong still team alika andrews but uh and not towards the whole Ime Adoka stuff you know because she gonna feel the way she feel about that but uh just didn't like that whole thing of her, her dragging joe mazula under the bus like that i i, I just <laughs> yeah he had nothing to do he with had it. nothing to do with this whole situation whole like, why why are you going why are you attacking this man you know what I mean? Like, that's bogus. I don't like that, Malika. Calm down. Calm down. Just, you know, keep doing what you're doing. You got NBA today. Everybody loves you. You know, I know there's some people that's out there trying to cancel her, but ESPN ain't canceling Malika. Let's just get that out the way. Um, and, and, you know, she would have to do something way more crazy to lose her job at this point. So, um, she's using her platform to, you know, be a voice and, and I can't knock her for that. You know what I mean? But at the same time, she also has to be careful too. uh, <laughs> don't be having vendetta out on people that just are totally innocent and don't have nothing to do with the situation. So, uh, that's it. Uh, in essence of Otis award. I kind of got Pat Bev, man. <laughs> He, he poking out his chest an awful, awful lot since he's been like Man. Good one, dude. Good one. I can't argue with that one. I got nobody ben. coming to see you, bro. In LA or anywhere else. I got Ben Simmons. I got Ben Simmons. For all the reasons we mentioned earlier. Cuddy Award. Shannon uh, Sharp. Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp been on fire lately, man. Yeah, man. He 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 was the one who went all the way in on Brett Favre initially. Yes, he did. Um, very very well done. Very well done. Did you see the the pictures popping up on social media with him getting snuggly with Nia Long? Shannon Sharp. Yeah. 
No, I haven't seen it. Ime was going back up in his apartment, and Shannon Sharp came out the uh, came out into the hallway <laughs> with his black and mouth. Yeah, and his Hennessy and his cognac <laughs> with it with his do rag on. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I care for I care for Nia. <laughs> you consider me a friend, a friend of the family. <laughs> Bring it in the groceries. <laughs> hey, hey, have you seen um you up on Lou Young, right? Who? Lou Young. Lou Young. Um, yeah, he's a uh, comedian. I don't think I am. He do impersonations. No, uh, I don't know him. Dude, I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you his video. Oh wait, is that the dude who did the um, who did the uh, last dance spoof? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah I didn't light, know. Light him. skin. He he's a light skin cat. He actually did. He actually did the dream team. He did a dream team spoof. Uh, he be spoofing Jamie as Winston. <laughs> And he 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 spoofed the uh, drink champs. Uh, Irv got yeah, in it. He spoofed, right? yeah. He spoofed drink champs. He spoofs uh, Judge Mathis, uh, Denzel Washington. <laughs> yeah, I do know him. He's funny. He's funny. Dude, he just did. Uh, he did one on Shannon Sharp, dude. How Shannon Sharp get prepared for undisputed? <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious, dude. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, man. My Cuddy Award goes to, to to Drake for knocking himself down the flight of stairs for coming at <laughs> Dude, that was so embarrassing. Anthony like, what's up with that, dude? That was so like, embarrassing. I, like, really, dude? Really? Because you don't like how I do feel about your albums? Your whack albums? It's, it's, he's a music critic that's what he gets paid to do exactly that's like that's like movie like like actors going coming at ebert or 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 cisco and ebert you know it's like yo this man has an opinion about the music he ain't the only person on youtube that reviews your albums there's a lot of people if you if you check through youtube and just type in drake reviews you're gonna see more than just pe- then Fantano, you don't see a whole bunch of people dissing your music. Yeah. Like what? What? Why? Why come at this man? You know. So, I, I you know, I, I, I'm like, whatever, dude. Like, <laughs> you played yourself, bro. He, he played yourself. He, he gets a you played yourself award too. On, on top of that, uh, also Brad Farr, he gets a played yourself award as well. You got any played yourselves? Ben Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> Interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He played himself, man. Uh, milk carton award. I actually do not have a milk carton award. Yeah, I uh, my mine's <laughs> and I know you're not a football guy, but man, mine's go to the Bears offense, man. Their offense is trash. <laughs> so, no what's going on with them this year? Are they good or what, what's up? I, I wouldn't so they're, know. They're currently two and one. They're currently two and one, but the problem is the coach is calling this very conservative offense that's very boring and redundant. And it's almost as like he still don't trust they the organization still don't trust Justin Fields to throw the ball. And when he does throw, he's almost worried that he's gonna make a mistake. 
they're 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 condensing the playbook so much that when they do get Justin Fields to pass, he's nervous because if he makes a mistake, he knows it's going to get back to just running the ball a hundred a hundred times. So uh, a lot of that has to do with the fact that the Bears do nothing about their wide receiver situation. They got trash wide receivers, no tight end to throw to. So what do you want this man to do? You know, and then all these Bears fans talking about some oh bench Justin Fields, oh he shouldn't. It's like for what? Y'all drafted him. Y'all jumped up ten spots to draft this dude. Yeah, and give him a sudden, chance first, you know. And, and you don't even want to give him a chance. Like who? What quarter? Every star, everybody all want a time. Everybody, all these people want a Tom Brady right away. People want a a a, a, a Pay Manning right away, a Russell Wilson right away, a Patrick Mahomes right away. You know, all those guys had struggle years before they actually got good. It it was because the fan base had to be patient with them. So just yeah. be patient. Just be patient. But you know, uh that's that's they, their offense been non-existent. And that's why I'm giving them a Mel Carter award. Um, it's a shame award. It's a shame. I got a. I got three. It's a shame, man. <laughs> I mean, a- the, the obvious one, you know, Udoka for me, you know. Yeah. Udoka. I got Coolio, you know. Uh, R.I.P. Coolio. It's a shame. Yeah. Coolio. Uh, <laughs> but these next two, you're going to laugh at. <laughs> it's a shame what happened to Scottie Pippen. <laughs> Wait, what happened to Scottie Pippen? You want to hear about his about about uh, Michael Jordan's son banging um Larsa Pippen? Oh yeah, I mean sure. Hey, that ain't on Scottie, man. If she want to be out here sloppy, that's on her. Man, man, she but it, he been midst of, of this whole Scottie versus Mike beef. Now, now Michael Jordan's son. Uh, it, it's this is just a yeah. Uh, and, and and I got another It's a Shame Award. Adrian Peterson, former NFL Hall of Fame running back. Well, possible Hall of Fame. I don't know if the whole beating the kids thing going enter his Hall of Fame, whatever. But uh, did you see him get knocked out? No. <laughs> so he did this uh, celebrity boxing match. I forgot who it was with. I think it was with Frank uh, Gore. But yeah, Adrian Peterson got knocked out, like put to sleep um, during his celebrity man, boxing These athletes match. need to quit, quit hopping in this ring, man. Uh, Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell knocked him out. Okay. One punch. Hey, man, they need to start getting in the ring with these people. They'd be thinking like, oh, I'm an athlete. I could do it. But like, you're not, you're not going to be able to compete with some, with even an amateur trained boxer. Right, and Le'Veon Bell's an amateur trained boxer. <laughs> and they be getting in the ring, man, and they be getting put to sleep, bro. Yeah. Like, boxing is not a joke. Yeah, so you saw what happened to Nate Robinson a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. I don't care how much you can run up the court and jump high and all of that. Like, you are not a boxer. No, man, it's different. It's different putting them gloves on, man. Yeah, but yeah, Le'Veon Bell put that man to sleep. And I don't think they were supposed to like throw like hard punches for this celebrity fight, but I guess I guess Le'Veon Bell has something to get off his chest. So <laughs> it is what it is. 
Oh, man. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> That'll do it for our show, man. Uh, appreciate you, in Again, congratulations on vibes and stuff. 200. Thanks again, man. Anniversary. Yeah, 200, 200th episode, man. We, 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 I, I didn't think I'd make it that far, honestly. Like, 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 it's it's been quite a journey, but yeah, keep supporting the channel, keep supporting vibes and stuff, keep supporting magnificent vibes too, man. We we yeah, man. We, we, we don't we don't we don't broadcast as often as we should or want to, but you know, <laughs> we appreciate y'all hey. y'all y'all staying on the journey with us and, and and hearing us out, sound off on on sports and whatnot. You know what? You know we have been we we do get shout outs on on, on social media. Uh, big big shout out to JP man. Uh, JP uh, shouted out the mixtape, the Sister Williams mixtape on um, on his platform. Uh, oh so, nice. yeah, man, yeah, Sister Williams was making some noise, man. The people Sister listening Williams be having that heat, man. Yeah, <laughs> she might she might have edged out Brother Sanders on this last one, man. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm still bumping that Sister Williams, man. Shoot. She was ready to hit the street, hit, get back into these streets hard. Like. <laughs> yep, but yeah, man, we it's saw the album coming. Oh yeah, oh yeah, she already <laughs> out there. She was out there before all of us. <laughs> right. Cool. All right, man, I got to get out of here, but we will see you guys on the next one, and I promise it won't be that long. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Peace. Peace.